0: Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Friday Life Point Drivecast. My name is Corey, and I serve as a teaching pastor for our Plain City campus. I hope the few minutes we have together is an encouragement and blessing to you. Well, we are down to the last two weeks in our series on Ecclesiastes called Under the Sun, and on Sunday, we stepped into the realm of authority, power, and politics. We landed there because in Ecclesiastes chapter 8 and verse 2, Solomon says keep the king's command because of God's oath to him. So we looked at the authority those leading us have. And from a biblical, biblical view, we walk through keeping the commands of our governing authority or being subject to them, like the Apostle Paul says in Romans 13, we walk through how God removes and sets up those in authority over us that God is fully aware and in control, regardless of how good or terrible a leader may be, We walk through how the government is an authority, but God is the ultimate authority, and that there will be times when our biblical worldview and government collide, and how in those moments we're to obey and follow God just like Peter and John did in the book of Acts. But one of the things we hung on for a while, and what I want to talk about today, was Solomon's words in Ecclesiastes chapter 10 and verse 20. He says, Even in your thoughts, do not curse the king. So Solomon tells us not just to keep the king's or the governing authorities' commands, but even in our thinking, to not badmouth them. Now, let's just be honest. Some of us are sitting out there going, you don't need to read my mind. I'm going to openly tell you what I think about our leadership and government. Others are a bit more tight-lipped, But if people could hear the conversation in our heads, that wouldn't be pretty either. But listen to what the Apostle Paul says on this. He takes Solomon's thinking from Ecclesiastes chapter 10 and nudges us even further. He says in 1 Timothy chapter 2, beginning in verse 1, I urge that supplications, prayers, intercessions, and thanksgivings be made for all people, for kings and all who are in high positions, that we may lead a peaceful and quiet life, godly and dignified in every way. This is good and it's pleasing in the sight of God our Savior, who desires all people to be saved and come to the knowledge of the truth. Paul tells us here that we should be praying for those in leadership above us. He says all leaders. That means it's more than just pl- praying for those political leaders who we agree with, like or are on our side of the aisle. Because at the end of the day, leadership is hard. And for those of us under the governing authority, the Apostle Paul says there's a connection between our prayers for those in leadership and living a quiet, peaceful, dignified life. That praying for those in leadership is pleasing to God. That we're to pray for their salvation because God desires our leaders to be saved, even the ones we don't like. I believe Solomon's and Paul's words on this area are another way of getting us to live beyond the sun. This thinking is another glimpse into the eternal because we get so wrapped up in the here and now, especially with political leadership, but we forget that too is temporary and will ultimately fade. Solomon and Paul remind us of the eternal mindset we're to have in this area, that God desires all leaders Would be saved and come to the knowledge of the truth, which is there is one God and there is one mediator between God and men, the man Christ Jesus, who gave himself as a ransom for all. Now, before we go, short disclaimer I am not saying, and Solomon is not saying, Paul is not saying, that we shouldn't care how leaders lead, or we shouldn't get involved, or we shouldn't get upset when leadership is bad. But scripture is clear. We're to keep the commands of the ruling authority. We're not to slander those in leadership over us. We are to pray for them. And most importantly, we're to have an eternal mindset desiring for those in authority over us to be saved. So go be informed. Go serve in political areas as a believer. Get out and vote. Bring biblical values to the leadership of our country. Stand firm on the word of God always obeying him first. Do that as much as possible. But let me ask us, how are we doing in this area of praying for those in authority over us? Are we outwardly grumbling? Are we inwardly grumbling? Do we care more about having our person in the place of leadership or that our leaders come to know the truth and the good news of Jesus Christ? I don't know about you, but I'm convicted by this today. I have some things to repent of, And I need to change some things in my life. Before we go, let me pray for us today. Heavenly Father, thank you for how faithful you are to us. Remind us today that you are in control, you are aware, and how you are the ultimate authority. Help us to pray for our leaders. Help us to care about their salvation and eternity. We can become resentful and sometimes angry because it's not all working out the way we thought. Forgive us, Lord, and help us to trust, to know, and to learn, and to realize that your word is always true, and that you will indeed be to us what you promised to be as we trust and obey. And Today, we do pray for those in authority over us. We pray for those who know you, that they would seek your wisdom and ways in leading us. We pray that you would strengthen them by your spirit and in the truth of your word. And God, we also pray for our leaders that do not know you that they would come to faith and trust in Jesus as their Lord and Savior. It's in his name we pray. Amen.